Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Our tie at five as we go to the bottom of the 11th. Here's Aaron Boone. Nicks down three. Should the Bulls foul? No. Be careful trying to play it a second time. Can't do it. Here's So welcome, episode six of the New York Sports Deserve Better podcast. Uh, we have a new guy with us, uh, Henry Hanowski. He's a guest co-host slash Giants insider for this uh, crucial episode. Uh, welcome. Good to have you on. Thank you, Mr. Big Diesel. <laughs> Never get so old if you can call me that. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm also a big New York sports advocate. Uh, I root for the Mets and the Islanders, so I'm actually used to winning a lot. So I'm happy to give my input. <laughs> huge, huge. All right. So before we get started, we're gonna we're gonna uh, just have a little a little ad read. Um, uh, grab yourself a, a Michelob Ultra uh, this weekend. Um, by the time uh, I'm done recording this and uh, this is uh, posted on the YouTube, I'll be of legal age to grab myself a Michelob Ultra. So uh, I'll definitely be uh, heading to the store, grabbing that, having that be my first legal purchase. Um, so. Grab your Michelob Ultras, do your thing, drink responsibly. Um, so we're, this episode, we're just going to dive into pretty much every single team's uh, schedule uh, and have predictions from various fan bases. And, of course, why wouldn't we start with the New York Giants? So Our team. Um, so first week, we're at MetLife, September 14th, Monday night against the Steelers. Me, I think we win this game. I think the Steelers stink. I think Big Ben is a huge question mark. And, I mean, the only thing is, hey, maybe maybe the line's not there. Steelers got a good defense. Uh, we got an inexperienced quarterback in Danny Dimes. Maybe maybe, maybe that's a toss-up. But I'm, I'm flipping it. Atlanta Giants. We, get, we, go, we start off 1-0. Uh, what do you got for that one? All right. Big Diesel. You know I'm a Giants supporter through and through. I hate to say it, but I'm starting off 0-1. Uh, you know how Big Ben is. He doesn't – off-seasons don't do anything for him. Same thing as just sitting on his couch. So it's tough to start off with, uh, with an experienced coach like Tomlin. Um, I know we're preaching O-line, but I just don't see them clicking first week. So, unfortunately, unlike the Mets, who you can guarantee a win on opening day, not the Giants this year. Uh, week two, we got we got the Bears in at at Soldier Field, and uh, September twentieth. It's not going to be cold. Hopefully, who knows global warming and shit. But um, I I think I think they pull away with another one. I'm saying they win this game by fourteen to seventeen points. I think it's going to be a, a blowout. I think the Bears offense stinks. I think I think Giants defense, which is not great, which is actually to, to put it nicely, it's horrible. Giants' defense is horrible, but I think they, they, I think they, that's the team that they can handle defensively. Uh, it's, it's all up to the O line, though. Got to protect Daniel Dimes, give him some time. What do you think? Yep. I'm with you there, Big D's. I actually am pumped for this game. Just what the Giants need, just what a new coach needs, and Joey Judge. 
What I will say is, I don't know if you remember that game against the Bears two years ago against Chase Daniel. Everyone was saying that we only won because him, but I honestly think that he's a better QB than Trubisky. So I, I mean, think Trubisky that we'll walk stinks. away with a nice W here. That I mean, that's that's a huge W. So um, week three. I mean, I think I think I can guess what your what your <laughs> what your take is on this. I think we lose by twenty points here, twenty plus points. Yeah, they're they're a team who has proven that they can run the ball on a good defense. So I got to imagine they can run the ball on a bad defense. Yeah. So I'm going to go one and two there as well. I mean, I, I agree with that. Uh, October 4th, we go to L.A. Win. Just a win. 100%. Jared Goff yep. stinks. Jared Goff is a horrible quarterback. Sean McVay is overhyped. And, I mean, honestly, L.A. has got a horrible horrible fan base. Uh, I think the Giants take this one. It'll be, it'll be relatively close, but – I mean, I just don't think the Rams are there anymore. They're not that. They're not the top dog, and I think the Giants take this one. Yep, I agree. I mean, kind of a historic downfall by the Rams. Two years ago, they were pretty much set to be the future of the NFL. I'm not really exactly sure what happened, but you just got to go coach versus coach here. Yeah, McVay's got his little tricks, but Joe Judge would kick his ass. You go one on one. I know he's like jacked. You don't go against Joey Judge there. I'm going Giants by seven. Uh, October 11th at Dallas, um, giving us a loss. Uh, I don't think we – we can't go into Jerry's world. I think their draft – they them drafting CeeDee Lamb was a just a crucial blow right to the right – the, the, I was going yeah, to say, no, say a bad word, but uh, kids program. Um, yep, but, yeah, it's just a real kick to the dick. Um, and that we that offense that word too, a couple times already. Yeah, that that, program, no. that offense that offense is too way too good for the Giants defense. And I think most of these games are gonna come down to Giants defense. And it's just not the Giants defense isn't there yet. So I give this one. I'm chalking this one up as a L. All right, buckle in. I'm buckled because I got the Giants heading down to Dallas and pulling out a W. I think, dude. I think that Jason Garrett walks into Dallas where nobody has respected him for like 10 years and he decides to swing it a little bit. He just fucking whoosh. I can't exactly say how they'll win. I but can't either. I feel it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got no idea. I got no idea what the Giants expect to do offensively. Like I, this year. I went through offensive, defensive, maybe even a good special teams game. But they'll win. Yeah, it's one of those one of those, one of those rough, dirty, gritty games that you just managed to pull out because you got more grit than the other team. And um, at this point, I mean, we're also, knocking on three and two. We're playoff bound. Yeah, uh, October eighteenth, host Redskins at home. I think this is an easy win. The Redskins stink. I couldn't tell you. Maybe is Dwayne Haskins their quarterback? Is that yeah, their yeah. guy? Because that's a whore. <laughs> that guy is the probably the stupidest guy. I mean, people tried saying that we should have drafted him over Daniel Jones. Including me. Yeah, me too. Damn, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it, takes, it takes a man to say when he's wrong, and I was also wrong. But, I mean, looking back at it now, if you're in that, if you're in that draft, Daniel Jones goes, like, I think top five in that draft rather than picking at seven. I think, I think people would have hopped up and got him knowing who he oh, is. Oh, from now. right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I trade, he, I I trade the better farm than, for – Number one pick. I think I think if he was drafted in this year's draft, like with Burrow and Tua, I think he'd be the first quarterback taken. 
I'm not even kidding. I, I, I'm not kidding. Dude, he would have gone before Peyton Manning. I think so, I mean, too. I think, <laughs> it, it, it's just one of those things. It's like he's the future, and he's going to be the next Pat Mahomes. And Being an insider, too, I've got some train. scoop from the locker room, and he's starting to step up as a leader. That's what players are telling me. That Redskins game, that's a, that's a, that's a wipeout win. Wipeout win. So – I don't know if you've seen it, but GQ Sports has this YouTube series called How I Spent My First Million. I've seen this, yeah, but go ahead. I pretty much wake up every morning waiting to see if there's a new one. Will Will Hernandez had a pretty good one. But Dwayne Haskins just got me. He went through all his stuff, and then he goes, yeah, I spent a million on my mom's house, too. So this just ruined the whole series. (laughs) So that one personally rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, But with that being said, Redskins, bad team. Their only strength is defensive ends. And luckily, we got Nate Solder as a rock on the left side. So, I see that one going towards the Giants. I, I, think, I think, yeah, I think you're right there. Also, a, a quick little fact. The first one, two, three, four, five, six weeks, Andrew Thomas or Solder has to go up against T.J. Watt, Khalil Mack, Easy. Billy Bosa, no, Easy. Nick Bosa, uh, Aaron Donald, and Demarcus Lawrence, and then Chase Young. So um, let's see how he. Let's see. We can't. The thing is, too, like if he has a bad first six games, it's like you can't blame him because he's facing the the, the top defensive ends in the entire league. Like literally the top six defensive. Yeah, ends but that's what league. I would say about Flowers in his third year. I'd be like, dude. I mean, he's played forty-seven great defensive ends. <laughs> that is. That is. That's that's a wake up call for uh, Andrew Thomas. It's definitely going to be something. Um, October twenty second. We go to Lincoln Financial. Loss. Yep. Eagles. Eagles always got our number. I actually don't remember the last time we won a game against the Eagles. If I'm being completely honest, we have had horrible things happen against the Eagles, especially the Victor Cruz torn patella tendon. God rest in peace to that career. Guy was a hero of mine. But yeah, I think we lose this game, and I, there's no like specific reason why. It's just we're playing the Eagles, and the we, Eagles just always have our number. Yep, I got to agree with you there. I mean, right over my shoulder here, you can actually see that's a picture of Jeremy Shockey making a catch over Ryan Westbrook. That was probably the last win the Giants had over the Eagles. Maybe 2005. November 2nd, we host Tom Brady. Wait, I didn't get my take on the Eagles yet. Didn't you say we lose? No, but we will lose. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's another loss for us. I did just check my data quickly, and it just doesn't look good. Um, November 2nd, Tom Brady and the Bucks and Gronk, uh, they come to town. I think we beat them. I think, I think Daniel Jones is that next Eli Manning in a sense where Tom Brady to him is, is, no, is no one. And he comes in, he's like, Tom, you're nothing. I'm the guy now. I'm replacing you at the top, and this is our game. This is my house, and we're not taking anything from your old ass – you boomer looking ass. And Gronk, you retired. Who's saying this? Joe Judge. Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. And it's like kind of like they're both next to each other and they're just yapping <laughs> right in Tom's ear. And I think they win this game. They beat the Bucks last year, right? Daniel Jones' first yep. start, immaculate. That was a beauty. fantastic. I Probably mean, one his of legs, best. he looked like a. He looked, like he looked like a damn gazelle. And, I mean, that's probably the happiest I've ever been as a Giants fan in the past. Dude, I could since, Super Bowl. since the Super Bowl, I, when he ran right down the middle, like 20 yards into the end zone, it was just wide open. It was, it was like I watched 
10 years of like amazing Daniel Jones highlights in my head. And you can't change my mind after that. He's the future. Yeah. I mean, he definitely is a future. Maybe, maybe tweak the fumbles, but what do you got for the, for that Bucks game? I got, I got a win too. You know what? I think this, every quarterback needs their like changing of the guard game. Uh, and I think this is it. My fat ass just sat on my headphones. Did it make a horrible sound? No. Did you hear anything I said? No. <laughs> I said, speaking of Victor Cruz, I've actually been DMing him every month since 2017. Guy never takes his phone. <laughs> At this point, it's just once a month I send him a picture of the entire people on the boat, except one of the guys is me photoshopped in. <laughs> and I send it to him once a month. And he just never answers. I mean, he's but probably busy. He's, oh, like he's up to some good things. November eighth, you play the Redskins. Another, another win. It doesn't matter where you're playing them. I think. I think. Uh, I think Saquon has a huge game like he did last year. Um, I think they win by. Um, I'm gonna say this is an overtime game, and we win. Yep, I agree there. I mean, we've proven we can beat the Redskins. We did it in the really important game last year to lose Chase Young. I mean, it's just one of our best skills. Yeah. I'm not a huge Ron Rivera guy, too. I think he's a, he's a player's coach, but Joe Judge is the opposite of that, and I think that's what wins. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, I, the coach isn't there to be buddies with the players. The coach is there to coach. If you want buddies, yeah. you, can, you can go on Facebook and you can find, <laughs> you can find those buddies on Facebook. But not, not and if you got to slap them around a couple times, Joe Judge will do it. I don't exactly. know about Ron Rivera, though. Yeah. Um, so then we go to we – we host the Eagles at home. Fuck it. We win this one, and I'll tell you why. Carson Wentz stinks, and the rest of the team is not – the Eagles are not good. The only reason I say we're going to lose games to them is because we historically have lost games to them every time. They're not a good team. They, they lost everything. They don't have anything anymore. Carson Wentz used to be very good, not good anymore. I don't know what happened, but not good anymore. They got no wide receivers. Uh, I mean, I think I think we I think we win. So this you're one. giving the win. Yeah, I'm gonna go win on this one. Uh, I am gonna go win too. You know what I think happens? I kind I don't necessarily do agree with you, Mr. Big Diesel. I kind of think that the Eagles are good at every position, and I think that they kind of the only reason they lose is because they're the Eagles and they pull something out, but. I don't know. I just don't think Wentz has it. I think they're going to try too hard to get Hurts involved, and it'll be like some attempt at Sean Payton's offense. And I think this is the game where Slayton just breaks out and he becomes like a legitimate number one receiver. I, I, think, this, I think this year he's going to pop over Sterling Shepard, hate to say it, but that's what the insiders think. We got, we got the Bengals and, and Joey B. Wait, Joey but a quick anecdote for you. Now that we're talking about Sterling Shepard, reason that I am a Shepard guy, me and your brother, Big Diesel Sr., were at a bar once, and Von Miller, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard showed up. Everyone was all over Saquon. Like, he walked by us, didn't even give us an ounce of love. Sterling Shepard, on the other hand, this hand – Sterling Shepard's hand, touch. And that's, and that's like something was, that could have never happened. It was like a soft step, and Saquon didn't even think about it. But Sterling, man of the people. So I'm going to have to 
rescind my statement and go back to Sterling remaining our number one. So then we get the Bengals. We got Joey B, the, the new guy in town. Um, I think they win this game by a lot. Um, and there's no specific reason why. I got to agree with you there. Like, I know this is doesn't mean much coming from a, a Pro Bowl fullback, but even I could have played quarterback for LSU this year. I mean, it was like it's just an array of riches on the offense. Uh, so I'm going to give this one to the G-men. Tougher team. I think Cincinnati, besides Mixon, he's proven that he can throw a punch. I'm not a fan of him. But everyone else on the Bengals, soft. And I think Joe Judge walks us in there, slaps around a little bit, and we get out. Um, yeah, I agree with you on that one. And then, and then we got Golden Tate's, uh, Golden Tate's big game. Uh, we got Seattle yep. in Seattle. Maybe he, maybe, uh, maybe he meets up with Russ's ex-wife before. <laughs> Um, but I, this is actually a game I, I almost guarantee. Wait, I, I, I thought it was Russ's mother. No, it's, it was his ex-wife. His ex-wife? It's not well, Pierre? Now, now it's the ex-wife. That's the reason they got divorced. Ooh. Yeah, not good. Well, Russ, Russ turned out fine. He's dating freaking yes, yeah. Sierra. <laughs> I honestly think that we will lose by a lot. And what Golden Tate did isn't helping us at all. We already are way worse than them, and Russell Wilson's got that chip on his shoulder. So yeah, we we. Lose I don't feel comfortable heading up to uh, Seattle. Yeah, that's that's a place where no one wants to go. Um, yep. Cardinals at home. Kyler Murray, newly acquired DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, this is a, this is a toss-up game. Uh, we lost last year to the Cardinals. I, I say the Giants lose this one. And I don't have faith in defense. That that offense of the yeah, Cardinals but you thought I picture Cliff Kingsbury, right? Yeah, the guys, the guy. I wish I could be him. Yeah, but come on, be be less of a football guy. Like, yeah, Joe He's Judge. A boy. Joe Judge puked when he looked at that photo. <laughs> Joe Judge probably lives in a in a in a one bedroom apartment and just <laughs> and just stares blankly at a white wall. The entire day. I mean, did just you think his, his house that they showed during the draft? I couldn't have drawn up a better Joe Judge house. It was just a big ass room, all white walls, and every window was shut with the blinds. Like, no, no, no nature. Like Cliff King. Like he sucks. But we're gonna lose. Yeah, we're gonna lose. We're definitely <laughs> losing that one. And uh, I mean, the, the that offense is too much for the defense. Um, this is a huge. Wait, so that that's putting us at eight and five. That's huge. This especially because this next game's huge. Odell I mean, Beckham in the NFC, you can make the playoffs with seven wins. And yeah, yeah. So we're already in the playoffs. Yeah, so we're we're in the playoffs. Um, this is the game. This, this is, is what I'm circling. Yeah, this is a huge game. This should be prime time. It's a shame it's not. Odell it's not. coming back. Odell coming back to. To MetLife, I can imagine that he's gonna get his ass booed out of the stadium. Oh my god! He is. This guy's the worst. I think the Giants take this one. I think OBJ gets ejected out of this game. I think he loses his cool. He cries like a little baby. He kicks a kicking net, and uh, I think the Giants win this one. I think the Browns are honestly the most overrated team still, and I think that's another. I think that's another win for the Giants. I. 
You know, the Browns are a lot like the Eagles for me. They are good at pretty much every position, especially since they address their offensive line. But they lose because they just are idiots. And I love Odell. I'm thankful for everything he did for us. But I've seen him at his worst. I was I was on the field. I was interviewing uh, Henry when he had that little freak out against the Panthers. Speaking of that, we got Bradbury. So yeah, a guy who was a first hand watched that whole thing go down. He knows what ticks. He knows what ticks Odell. And honestly, we won that trade. If you're trying to tell me we didn't, we got Dexter Lawrence, who's awesome. Jabril Peppers, probably a Pro Bowl safety next couple of years, and. There's rumors that he's out of Cleveland by the end of this year. Yeah. So and we get, I'm uh, feeling well, confident. Obviously, it's not the, the Zeitler trade was for Vernon, but I just kind of sandwich all of those, all of those. Uh, I just yeah. Sandwich those trades together. Dude, Vernon had, I think he had how many sacks did he have last year? I don't know. He fucking. So he had half four. a sack on the year. I mean, and, he probably had got zero an sacks. An all-star right guard. Vernon stuck oh, yeah. on the Giants. <laughs> He was horrible. He, he got was a little bit like Ingram. I mean, it was just nonstop roughing the passer calls with him. Um, yeah, so I think we win this one. You think you, we win this one? I think, you know, it's a toss-up here, but I think we win this one. I think it's easy to get no Dell's head, and Baker Mayfield hasn't proven shit to me besides the fact that he can hook up with ugly girls and cheat on his girlfriend. Yeah, backwards hat, backwards hat type of guy. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we we got this Ravens game. <laughs> um, this this uh, Ravens game in the in the freezing cold in Baltimore against Lamar Jackson. When uh, I said I'm circling the Browns game, I'm crossing this one off. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't even <laughs> want to watch this one. Honestly, we're gonna get wiped. We're gonna get absolutely wiped. Um, I think we lose by thirty. We're probably gonna lose the game by a lot. But honestly, I'm looking at it as an opportunity to watch a full Lamar Jackson game. So that'll be fun. I really see that guy. Uh, probably because he's so fast. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it'll be fun to watch Lamar Jackson just absolutely tear, tear us apart. Uh, Cowboys, we win this one. We end the season 11-5. We're a division. We're, I don't know what the Cowboys is, schedule is looking like, but I think we're division champs. We go to the playoffs. We lose round one. Honestly, could this be the year that the NFC East pops out two teams in the playoffs? Probably. Well, probably not. I I think I think I'm, not. I'm definitely overestimating the Giants' <laughs> schedule. Uh, the Giants, the Giants right now because I uh, I'm giving them they're going 11 and five is a slim chance. Oh wait, you gave the Cowboys. You had them losing in Dallas, right? Yeah, you had them winning. I had them winning. Yeah, but now I have them losing. Yeah, now you have them losing, so it evens out. We go on. They're just. No way a lot of things happen. One, we're not going to beat the Cowboys twice. Two, just like we started the season, we always end it with a nice fat L. And three, Jason Garrett's not that tough, Phil. So, one is one is asking a lot. Two is just impossible. Yeah, he never knows how to finish. Yep. But with that being said, I'm thinking Giants take the division – Cowboys, Eagles, this is their year to drop out. I mean, this is the start of the decline, in my opinion. So I think Cowboys, Cowboys finish around like nine and nine and seven. And that's it. 
The skins, nobody's fearing the skins. Yeah, I think the skins have a chance of going 0 and 16. <laughs> I mean, with that guy, the quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, I can't imagine they pull off a win this year. Actually, fun to- fact about me back when I was in college, uh, we were playing an intramural football game, and I ran the ball, and the running back, AJ Dillon, second round pick, said in the presence of Jack Ferris, wow, that guy's quick. <laughs> That's huge, though, Henry. <laughs> That's huge. He probably didn't know that you were that that you were uh, that actually you were, that you were. In the I was NFL. in grad school after being an NFL Pro Bowl fullback, but don't forget that. Heck, that's a huge bust pick, by the way, Packers. Uh, I know that's one of those stories that I like telling uh, to the other beat writers. Yeah, just to keep them on their toes. <laughs> just just let you know, you're not a, you're not one of those nerd beat writers. You're you're one of those oh, guys no. that's been there, and now you're a beat writer. This is a hobby for you. Like I when when Daniel Jones gets interviewed by other guys, it's like nerd to player. But for us, it's two guys who love the game and get the game. That's exactly what I'm feeling too. I mean, when people yep. come on this pod, it's like this guy's a really cool podcaster. So, I mean, <laughs> it's huge. It's huge just being not a nerd. Um, and if you're a nerd, you're probably not watching this podcast. Oh, no um, shot. You so probably think that New York five. sports don't deserve better. Yeah, they probably don't even know what New York sports are. <laughs> Nerds. Matt Purdom, actually, I may have him on the podcast. I mean, he's a Connecticut guy. Connecticut guy. Um, that That's something. I'll just tease that for, for the fans. Also, shout out New York sports behind me. Another Top team that, that could use a good season, but – I'll take what I can get with the blue. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Chris Mancino come on and talk to Jets. Um, kind of wanted to put all of the NFCs together, but um, Chris's part was just too much to edit, and it's too hard to too hard to put a put it back in the uh, put it later in the video. So um, here's Chris Mancino with uh, the New York Jets, and yes, just because I don't root for them. They still deserve better. Uh, let's see what Chris has to say. Um, try and get as much out of it as you can because, I mean, I had a tough time editing it. Uh, poor internet connection. Uh, you know, Jets fan. All right. So we got a Jets expert insider, Chris Mancino, a fan of the podcast. Uh, and uh, we're just going to go over uh, the Jets schedule and see what he thinks about it. So what do you got uh, week one against the Bills? At Buffalo, what do you what do you think's gonna happen there? Uh, well, first time, long time. How you doing, Ed? Uh, Buffalo, September thirteenth, away uh, at MetLife. That's gonna be a loss. A loss. Uh, so we got one one so far. I don't think the Jets have enough talent. Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Just I just don't think their defense and Sam Darnold to put up fourteen points. They'll probably lose 21-14. That's prediction for week one. Week two. Week, oh. <sighs> You host San, it, all right. Um, San Francisco, September 20th at 1 p.m. Niners coming off Super Bowl. What do you got there? Do you think the Jets start off 0 2? I, yeah, I mean, clearly here. Um, I mean, I 42 14. That's 42. my you think put up 42? Yeah, 42. I think the uh, Niners are going to put up 42. It's going to be disgusting. Bloodbath. MetLife's going to be oh. We're, well, Jets are going to start off 0 2. There's going to be some questions. Adam Gates will be Adam fighting. Gates, oh, he's going to be in the hot seat. He's going to be in the hot seat. Oh, he'll be fighting for his job. And guess what? He'll pull it off at Indy. You play primetime Thursday night against Drew Locke. Thursday night? Drew Locke. Yeah, Thursday night game. 
Uh, where is it? This at? is what scares me. This is uh, it's at it's at MetLife Thursday night. Denver, good team. They got an upcoming quarterback. Just got Jared Judy. It'll definitely be close, but what doesn't scare me is Denver already lost to the Jets. I don't know if it was last season or two seasons ago. I think it was last season. They lost to a bad New York Jets team. So I think both teams are going to be better this season. But a Jets heading heading to Arizona week five. You got that's going to be a loss. I think Arizona is potentially going to be, win the NFC West, maybe? What do you feel about that? Wait, NFC West has Niners in it. Come on now. Two and three. They, going they in play at Los Angeles. I think we, <laughs> shut up. No, it's not. There will probably be more Jet fans in L.A. than Charger fans. That's which, what I'm saying. It's a tough place to play. There's no fans there. Yeah, but um, I think – that's a win here. October? I think it's either going to be a loss week one or a win week one. We're going to go one and one with the Bills. So we'll go one Week eight, one. you guys got the, super, the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, in <laughs> Kansas City. Oh, God. It's one o'clock, too. Oh, my God. The crib on um, – I want to score a prediction on this one. If we don't beat Buffalo, we'll go into the Chiefs and lose by a lot of points. I'd say they'll probably drop. 48. Is that bad? 48 to 21. That's a lot of points. Damn, that's a lot of that spread. Yeah, definitely an over game. Week nine, you get the you get week nine, you got the Pats. Monday. This is definitely um we'll go one on one with the Pats as well. I don't know where the win will be. Hopefully week 17 and we go into the playoffs. Ugh. So what are we looking at now? Week 10, you play the Dolphins and Tua Dagger. Ooh. I mean, that all depends on how we play the Dolphins two weeks in a row. Yeah, so I think it's going to be one of them in there. Let's go three and three in the division, to be honest. They'll split in Miami. I think they'll lose in Miami, win in New York, there. or a big win against Miami. Then we go to Vegas. Yeah, and, you know. New Vegas. <laughs> uh, Something, something tells me the uh, roulette wheel will be spinning black. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be Vegas. Um, week, week 14, you piece of <laughs> that. That is probably the last place <laughs> yeah, well, that, that my team is capable of playing in Seattle. That's, there's, I, don't, I think that's the last team any NFL team wants to play. At, especially at, at Seattle. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, week 15, you got the Rams. <laughs> Again, in L.A., another tough In one. L.A., so, you know, maybe we'll be used to it after coming off the Chargers win. You know, it's just business as usual again. I think the Rams are going to, I guess, be very bad. And a lot of people, I mean, I think I just want a win as a Christmas gift against the Browns. Would that be too much to ask for? Oh, with the Jets, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. And week 17, I told you we were going to split with the Pats. Um, so you're thinking 9 and 7, right? <laughs> I'm thinking 9 and 7. Right, thinking going nine off seven, the initial nine, reactions. Seven, 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 um, Chris Mancino with the 9 and 7 prediction. <laughs> Everyone hammer, hammer, hammer the over <laughs> on the Jets. That's my insider, Chris Mancino. Yes, sir. Thank you, New York Sports. And uh, 
Trust. Big trust. That's the right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a uh, we got our Dallas correspondent, uh, Cowboys insider, uh, Finney. Uh, Finney Finney's gonna go through the schedule and he's gonna basically tell you which which wins, which are wins and which are losses. So Finney, get started. All right. So first and foremost, Danny, love to be a part of the cast. It's a great honor. Um, I'll dive right into things. We open up with the Chargers. Week one at the new Charger Stadium. I'm calling this one a bad loss. We start with a loss. Chargers get the it's their it's their first game ever. Um, maybe if they can sign Cam, uh, you know, they'll be a lot better. But if not, Tyrod, I think we'll get the job done. And uh, we start with the loss. So then we move on to week two, win versus Falcons. Week three, away. Seahawks, uh, we got obviously a bad loss to them. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, every single person I, I've had with, uh, every time it's Seahawks away, it's like there's no way we win. No, you're not. You're you're simply just not beating <laughs> Seattle when in they're Seattle. home. Yeah, in Seattle. If 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 we get them at AT and T Stadium, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But uh, going with the loss, then we take the Browns at home, one o'clock game. Blow them out. Kill them. I hate the Browns. Don't, don't want anything to do with them. Blow them out. Win by 40. Whatever. Yeah. So then I we got a week five. I know this is a New York sports podcast, but we played the Giants. And I'm um, sorry for the viewers, but we got this win. That's what I have. Chalk down. So then we got week six. The uh, Cardinals. <clears throat> Monday night football win. Redskins week seven win. Week eight. Eagles. Primetime game, win. Then we have – so now – yeah, so that's one, two, three, four, five. Week nine, win, ten. We have a – we have our bye week. So we rest up, and then we dive right into week 11, away at the Vikings, snaps our five-game winning streak with a loss. So then we play the uh, Redskins at home. Sorry, one second. Thanksgiving, we're winning that. 4.30 game, love that game. Then we have week 13 away at Ravens. Thursday night football game. That's a, a tough loss, but we'll take it, whatever. Then week 14 uh, away at Bengals. That's got to be a win. I mean, but it is the Cowboys, so, I, I mean, I could see us losing that game. We always – every year we have the games that you expect us to win. We'll lose them, but uh, – so I'm going to put it down as a win, but I could see us losing this one. And then week 15, we play the Niners primetime at 8 at home, and I'm going to go with a loss on that. Just don't see them beating the Niners, to be honest. Um, then week 16, Eagles, another win. We sweep the Eagles. And then we play the Giants, 1 o'clock, week 17. Again, I'm sorry, Danny. I know this is, uh, we're uh, New York sports uh, positive here, but uh, I think you guys are going down another sweep. Um, and that leaves me with a 10-6 and six record. We win the NFC East, and uh, I would say first-round loss in the playoffs. That's, that, those are the exact words I said for my Giants prediction. 10-6, and six, win the division, and then first-round first exit. Well, you know, I would love to see the Giants. My grandfather, 
92 years old, God bless him, diehard Giants fan. So I have the utmost respect for the Giants, um, but I just don't see it this season for them. I think, I think if you give them a couple seasons and if Danny Dimes kind of develops and is a good quarterback, I mean, he could be your next Eli Manning. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, right now what I got – I just realized this now. I got us going 6-0 and in the NFC East, <laughs> which is ballsy of me, which is ballsy. And then just uh, everybody outside of that, you know, anybody good, we're losing now, basically is what I got. You know, Danny, I wish your team the best of luck this season. Honestly, no animosity towards the Giants whatsoever. Uh, utmost respect for the cast, for the podcast. Um, got to say, though, I can't, I can't have respect for the Yankees, but you know, you, your Knicks and your Giants, <laughs> utmost respect. You guys do truly deserve better. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. All right, Danny, I really uh, appreciate your time. Uh, we appreciate you. All right, that was Finney with the Cowboys. Uh, we're gonna switch it on over to the uh, to the Eagles, uh, Philly. <laughs> we don't like those guys, but hey, my insider, nothing but a good guy. Uh, uh, we got Downey coming up next with the Eagles. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, Brian Downey, here we go. We're talking Eagles 2020 regular season. All right, let's jump right into it. All week one, we got the Skins, Redskins in Washington. Honestly, I think that's a W. Not a believer in the Skins just yet, although Chase Young will make an immediate impact. We should be all right. Um, week two, we got the Rams coming to Philadelphia. Who freaking knows about the Rams, dude? I still think they're a pretty good, talented team, but uh, who knows? I, guess, I think that's a W for, for the Birds, 2-0. Uh, week three, we got Joe Burrow and the Bengals come to town. Also, think that's just a W for us. I mean, uh, Bengals won't have it figured out by week three. They just won't. Week four, this is a pretty interesting one. At San Francisco, Sunday night game. Um, I think this game might be pretty hyped up. I haven't looked at the Niners' schedule yet, but I'm pretty sure uh, they'll have a pretty good record going into that game. The Birds, hopefully, are 3-0 going into a Sunday night game. Hopefully, it's pretty hyped up and everything. But I think the Eagles will come out on top of that. I'm not a huge believer in the Niners. Um, yeah, so I think the Birds take that one. 4-0. 4-0 going into Pittsburgh, Week 5. At Pittsburgh, I think coming off a big Sunday night game, going to Pittsburgh, Heinz Field, brutal place to play. Brutal. Um, the Steelers is a tough team. I think the Steelers take that one. And then we're followed up by by uh, Baltimore coming to town. Lamar, the, the Lamar Jackson show. I think that's another loss right there, honestly. Um, then we got a Thursday night game against the Giants. I hate to do this to you. I hate to do this to you, Diesel. But uh, I think the Birds get the better of this one at the link. Um, yeah, I think the Eagles take care of business on that Thursday. Then they got an extra couple of days to prepare for the Cowboys on a Sunday night game. I think they uh, I think they take the dub there. They had a terrible showing against the Cowboys last year on a Sunday night game. So I think they uh, flipped the script a little bit this year. And what is that? That's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six and two going into their bye week, all right? Six and two going into the bye week. Their post-bye week schedule is absolutely brutal. So they open up with the Giants, which I think they're going to be looking past this game a little because of the schedule that comes after. I think they let one slip to your boy, the G-Man, Danny Dimes and Saquon. So I think we lose that one. So we're 6-3 and three going in. Next thing you know, we're at Cleveland. I mean, I'm a believer in Baker, huge Baker guy. They got incredible talent over there, over there in Cleveland. But I think coming off a loss to the Giants, I think Carson and the boys will have it figured out. We'll have it flip the script, flip the script a little bit. We'll get it done at Cleveland. 
Then we play Monday night against Seattle, dude. I fucking hate the Seahawks. I feel like we play the Seahawks in like week 10 or 11 every single freaking year on a Sunday night or Monday night. We just lose. So we're absolutely losing this one. I mean, no doubt about it. Um, then with Sunday, we're at Lambeau Field and the Green Bay Packers. Um, that's another tough one, dude. I mean, I'm also a believer in A-Rod. I think A-Rod can absolutely sling it around. Even with no talent, I'm Eagles secondary is just going to be outmanned, outgunned. I think it's Sunday, 425. I think the Packers get that one in Lambeau. It's December. It's going to be cold. That's 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 just the game where Carson Wentz, like, bruises his ribs in the first quarter. Either that or he'll get, like, I don't know. He's, he probably suffered, like, turf toe in the fourth quarter against the Seahawks or some crazy shit. So, like, Jalen Hurts is going to be starting that game or coming in the first quarter. We're just going to lose that game 100%. Um, next week... Next week, we got the Saints. We got the Saints at the link. Another 425 start. I think that's a W for the Birds, honestly. You know, Drew Brees outside in mid-December. I mean, we'll take Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. It doesn't matter, bro. That's a W. And then next week, we're going to Arizona. That's I think that's a W. The Cardinals will be better this year. Their second year for Kyler in the system with Cliff Kingsbury, but I'm telling you, I think uh, no matter what, Eagles are just a far superior team come playoff time, come week 15, 16, 17, they'll start figuring it out. This is a big one then, week 16 at AT&T Stadium for the Cowboys. Week 16, I can see this game having NFC East implications on it. And honestly, I think the Eagles get the job done, another 425 start on a Sunday, a couple days after Christmas. Oh, I think they win that one. Win that one, and they should clinch the NFC East with that one. And then week 17, they play the Redskins again. Uh, I think they could see him sitting Wentz this one, throwing Hurts to start. And honestly, I don't think Hurts is ready to be an NFL starting quarterback, even by week 17. I don't think Hurts would have a good showing this week 17. So I think that's a loss for the Birds, which should bring them around the 10 and 6, 11 and 5 spot. I forget what I had him at. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 8, 9, 10. 10 and 6, I think that would be enough to win the NFC East right there, honestly. I'm not believing in the Cowboys. Giants are just a year or two away. Redskins are a whole decade away, so I think we'll be all right. Go Birds. Trust the process. Once wagon, baby. Let's get it. All right, that was uh, Brian Downey. Um, we're going to kick it over to uh, Ziller. Uh, recent uh, recent contact of mine after joining the Bookies Basement. Um, definitely go check out the Bookies Basement. Um, so... As Brian said, Reds can seem like they're a decade away. Let's see what Ziller has to think. So at jziller17 on Twitter, the expert for the Redskins for the bookiesbasement.com. And I'm going to jump right into the schedule because I don't foresee this taking too long because the Redskins, as you guys know, are terrible. So this should be a pretty easy uh, run through. And my rationale for the picks are also pretty simple. So week one versus the Eagles at home, I see that as a loss. I think the Eagles, while they're not going to be maybe the winners of the division, I think they may contend for a wild card spot. And that hurts me to say as much as I hate Philly fans, but I don't think the Redskins at this point can contend with either the Eagles or the Cowboys. You'll see that later in the, in the video. Week two at the Cardinals. They're the Cardinals. They're terrible. They'll always be terrible in my mind. I don't care who they have. That's a win for the Redskins. Week three at the Browns, identical same thing. I literally couldn't care less who they were playing who they're starting, who their backup is, who their coach is. It's the Browns. That's a win for the Redskins. So we're starting out 2-1. and one. Week 4 versus the Ravens at home. Immediate loss. Lamar Jackson may have 800 total yards against us. Unanimous MVP, we get that. Week 5 versus the Rams, same thing. 
nobody probably has more motivation to kill the Redskins than Sean McVay. Total, whatever, whole thing. I expect the Redskins to lose that game handily. Week six at the Giants. Uh, I believe that they're really the only team in the division that's even close to the Skins in terms of ability. And I think we'll lose at the Giants in week six. Week seven at home versus the Cowboys. Another loss. I think the Cowboys are very good. I expect them to contend for a Super Bowl. Uh, week eight's our bye week. So at the bye week, I expect us to be a absolutely abysmal two and five. But that's, I mean, kind of what you expect with the Redskins these days. Week nine, we've got the Giants at home. I expect the Redskins to win that game. I'm picking them to win. I think that we are basically even with the Giants, so I expect a split there. Week 10 at the Lions, that's a win for the Redskins. That's identical to the Browns and Cardinals. I just, they're terrible. I don't care who's coaching for them. They're awful. Week 11, Bengals at home, same thing. I might look like an idiot when this comes out, when Joe Burrow's, like, going to win the MVP and the rookie of the year and all in the exact same year. But I cannot imagine the Bengals ever being good in my lifetime. Week 12 at the Cowboys. This is one I really struggled with. It's our only primetime game, and I put primetime in quotes. It's really, I mean, it's Thanksgiving at like 4.30 or something. So if you want to count that as primetime, go ahead. The skins are awful in primetime. They're awful against the Cowboys always, except when they had RG3, which was maybe the best year of my life. But I'm going to pick them to lose that game. Week 13 at the Steelers. That is an immediate loss. I literally can't think of a program or program, a team that um, I have more respect for than maybe the Patriots than the Steelers. I don't care who's their starting quarterback. It could be me, and I'll p always pick the Steelers against any team. Week 14 at the 49ers, immediate loss. They'll probably be just as good next year as they were, as they were this past year. Week 15 at home versus the Seahawks, loss. Same exact thing. It's just my picks are very simple. It's like the respect I have for the team determines if I pick a win or a loss. Panthers, week 16 at home. This is what I struggled with. I think with the insider info that Ron Rivera has, I expect them to win that game. I think that they're going to really have some secrets on how to stop that offense. I'll bet Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he just got paid a million bucks, but with his usage, who knows if he'll even be playing this game. He could be hurt. Um, but I take the Redskins to win that game. And then finally, week 17 at the Eagles. I think that's obviously a game that's going to matter for the Eagles a lot more than the Redskins because at this point I've got the Redskins at six and nine. And I think that we can contend with the Giants. I even think – I thought we were going to beat the Eagles week one last year. We were on pace for it. But I think week 17 at the Eagles is going to be too tough. That's a tough fan base. That's a tough um, – like road game, and I think the Redskins lose that game. So for a final record of 6-10, and 10, which will probably, I don't know, have us picking in the top 10 again, and hopefully there's another good player we can take because Chase Young I don't think is going to add that many wins for us immediately. So, Okay, so uh, me thinks that Ziller may be wrong there um, on multiple reasons. Uh, Redskins are nowhere close to the Giants. Um, Giants are way better. Um, and I also predict that the Redskins have like a, a one to two win season. Um, next, we're going to go to Kyle Dunn. You guys know Kyle. Can't wait, can't wait for you guys to see his reaction come back uh, on the pod and uh, just enjoy. So, all right, we, we got Kyle yeah. back on. We got First Kyle off, back on. Welcome what's back. up? I'm happy to be back on the podcast. Welcome back. Welcome you know, back. <laughs> what, they, what they say is once the, uh, the little chicken leaves the coop, the mother chicken always wants her to come back. So I'm flying yeah. back now. I'm coming yeah. back home. Saying it's great to everybody. have you back. It feels like home again. 
Especially um, since as the Baltimore correspondent that lives in Texas. Um, love the Ravens schedule. We end very easy. No offense, Danny, with the Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. <laughs> very easy end of the schedule. Love it. Um, little worried against the Chiefs. We got Texans Chiefs back to back in Houston. Also, Swing South, biggest amateur member, not member guest, just scramble golf tournament in Baltimore. Played by all the locals in Baltimore. It is the weekend in Houston, so I don't know if we'll have a great crowd in Houston. It's kind of a shitty city. It's okay. I think we'll still pull out. I'm not scared of Sean Jackson. Hopefully, we'll lose to the Chiefs week three. We're not going to beat Mahomes ever until it's an AFC championship, which eventually we'll beat him and then it's them. I'm not scared of anybody. We're going to beat the Colts. Not scared of the Patriots. Titans, a little comeback game, week 11. I love it. Tannehill's going to suck. Derrick Henry's not going to be productive. It's late in the season. We're going to be fine. Our only losses, I think we're going to lose to the Cowboys late in the year. Well, then we're going to let our, win our last four games. We're going to lose to the Browns either week one or week 14, hopefully week one. But I prediction, and we have a bye week eight, which I love. We had it last year. Perfect right in the middle of the season. I think we're going to go 12 and four. We're not going to be as good as last year, but we don't need to be that good. Um, my biggest game of the season, I think, is week 12, Thanksgiving against the Steelers. Always a close game. And especially since it's on Thanksgiving, that's like an easy – that's like one of those games like Steelers-Ravens already toss-up because it's Thanksgiving. That one could get away from us. Hopefully, I think it's going to come down to a late drive with the Steelers, and hopefully our defense, someone in our secondary, can really hop in, not make a wrong move and play for the other team or anything, play for our team with our family. Maybe Earl Thomas make a bigger <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, just hopping in, hopping right in there in, yeah. in the sack. We're, right, make a big play. You know, our team, we look at our team as a family. You know, yeah. you're with your brothers. And you and share you know, everything. You do right? really well with our brothers. Yeah, so and you share everything. You share victories. You share everything. We share We share everything. We share and affa- everything. Like affairs, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, right, thanks, Danny. Yeah, no problem. Next, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Barnes on from the bookie's basement. Um, he's gonna be covering the Jags. Um, he has a uh, he's got a podcast of his own, uh, Buckets and Paws. Uh, go check that out. I'll leave the uh, link in the description. And uh, just so we don't waste any more time, I'm gonna hand it over to uh, to Barnes. Going on NY Sports and Big D's. This is Barnes from the Bookies Basement. I'm your local Jags insider. I've been into the Jags 2020 season. So last year was uh, was was kind of a bizarre season. Uh, we started the season with Nick Foles, finished with Garner with Garner Minshew, and went six and ten. Doug Marone miraculously saved his job after an emotional meeting with uh, Shad Khan, the owner. But this season is looking like a potential. Uh, High-end draft pick waiting for us at the end. So we'll dive right into it. The first six weeks are the Jags' best chance of, of getting wins. Um, we open up with Houston – or, sorry, with uh, Indianapolis. And then we are pretty much right into it again with another uh, AFC South opponent in the Titans. So that's got to be a split if there's any, if there's any hope for the season. And then we dive into the Dolphins and Bengals weeks three and four. That could be two and zero. Oh, at least has to be one and one. So at week four, we're looking at two and two, one and three at the worst. 
And then we'll hop in weeks five and six. We got the Texans and the Lions. Realistically, that's probably going to be an 0-2. But it could be a split if things work out. So 3-3, three and 2-4, three, and four, and things don't get any easier. So that 6-10 and 10 record from 2019 may not be eclipsed. Uh, week 7, we got a bye. And then we go into the Chargers. They're another team that's kind of at disarray in quarterback. With Ty, they, they got Tyrod Taylor and the rookie Herbert. So hopefully that could be a, a place where we can squeak out a win. So then we're going from three to maybe four wins. Uh, and then it's the gauntlet. It's Texans, Packers, Steelers, Browns, Vikings, Titans, Ravens. That's weeks nine to 15. That's a good team. The worst team we'll play in that in that spans the Browns. So maybe we pick up one, two wins if we're lucky there. Um, I, I don't see us beating the Packers, even coming close to the Steelers, Vikings, Ravens will blow us out. And the Bears at home is probably another loss too. So we're looking at what? Four and four and eleven, five and ten, and then week seventeen at home, or sorry, on the road against Indianapolis. It's looking like a three and thirteen, four and twelve kind of season, maybe five and eleven. Um, if there's a, a six and ten season is worthless for the Jags, it just ruins them with the draft pick. This is probably gonna be a tank for Trevor situation. Trevor Lawrence is gonna be a savior that the Jaguars need. Um, but you know this is a team that's bolstered up on defense with Chase on and Henderson from LSU and Florida, respectively. They're two dogs. They're staying in the in the South. D. Westbrook's a bright spot offensively, and they're and they're and they've built. They've built. So um, this is probably Doug Marone's last year. Uh, he's a great guy, but this isn't the direction that the Jags need. They're probably gonna clean house soon. I expect Trevor Lawrence to be that new face if we get the first pick, which I'm assuming we will. Side note, I've been a Jags fan for about two weeks. My best friend from high school, Doug Costin from Miami, Ohio. Shout out, Doug. Just signed uh, with them after the draft. So all in on the Jags this season. All in on the Jags in the future. This may not be the year, but next year will with Trevor Lawrence. We're tanging for Trevor. Uh, New York Sports, Big D's. Thanks for tuning in. Go Jags. Duval. Hey, my name's Ryan Sullivan. I'm a longtime fan of the pod, longtime fan of Mr. Diesel. Actually fortunate enough to own a game-worn jersey from him, so not autographed, but still probably my most special possession. And uh, he reached out, asked me to give you guys a quick run through the Pats schedule, so let's jump right in. So week one, we have the Pats at Miami. And so I assume it's going to be Fitzmagic here. I don't know if Teal will be starting week one because of injury or just because Fitzmagic's a pretty capable veteran, maybe give him some time to learn. But regardless, I think even though Fitzmagic played really well against the Pats last year in week 17, I think they'll have a better game plan in check week one, start the season off with a win. After that, the Pats have uh, to travel to Seattle to play the Hawks, and I think this is going to be a tough one. I mean, Sit him second star versus Russell Wilson. I'm going to have to give Wilson the nod here, so that'll be a loss for the Pats. Week three, uh, the Raiders are coming to Foxborough, so this will be a pretty interesting one. I mean, the Raiders were deceptively bad for a 7-9 and team last year. They didn't beat any good teams, and I don't think they'll be much better this year, so this one should be a W for the Pats. 
Then week four, uh, Pats at Kansas City. Not much to be said there. That's going to be a loss. Just a tough one. Tough one to schedule. After that, the Pats uh, will have Denver. So this is pretty interesting. I'm a pretty big Drew Locke guy. I think that he's a great player. I think this will be a pretty close game. But at the end of the day, it's in Foxborough. I'm going to give the nod to the Pats. I think they want a close one here. So week six, they got a bye. Then week seven, they have the Niners. So coming even coming off a of bye, this is just going to be tough. I think it'll be a loss here. The Niners, really solid defense, and they did a good job replacing the talent they lost. So they lost Staley, but replaced them with Trent Williams. So going to be another solid year for the Niners. After that, they got their first of two games with Buffalo. This is at Buffalo, and Buffalo's my pick to win the AFC East this year. I mean, they're a really solid team. I think Josh Allen will have improved, and this will probably be a loss for the Pats. After that, they have the Jets, and the one thing I can count on is I'm pretty sure that Sam Darnold will still struggle with the Pats defense. I expect this to be a W there, and uh, sorry to all the New York fans listening. After that, we have uh, the Ravens, and so this is pretty tough. I mean... Lamar Jackson ran all over us last year. I hope he doesn't hang 37 again, but regardless, I don't think the Pats are winning this one. This is probably going to be a loss. After that, we have uh, Houston, and I don't know what the fuck uh, Bill O'Brien's been doing. Sorry, Mr. Diesel, let that part out if you want. Up to you. But uh, I don't see Houston having a great year after the offseason moves they made. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be pretty frustrated at this point in the year, and I think that's going to be a W for the Pats. After that, uh, week 12, we have uh, Arizona. So this is pretty interesting. Kyler Murray is definitely a really dynamic player, but their O-line is still kind of a disaster. I think the Pats have come up with a good scheme there, take advantage of that. And uh, Gilmore's matched up pretty well against Hopkins in the past, so hopefully he'll be able to keep him in check and let the Pats get a W there. After that, week 13, uh, we go to L.A. with the Chargers. So... Chargers, are, I think, will be held back by whoever they have at QB. And their roster, pretty talented, but I, for some reason, they don't really seem to, didn't seem to win games last year. And whether it be Tyrod Taylor or Herbert, I don't think they'll be able to get the job done too well, at least in Herbert's early in his career. So this is probably going to be a W for the Pats. After that, we got the Rams. And just kind of going off how the Rams played the Pats in the Super Bowl, I mean, defense had three fucking points. This one's going to be... This should be an easy match for the pass defense. Hopefully keeps them in check, and that's a W there. Uh, week 15 at Miami. So I had the pleasure of watching intern Bobby there. I think it's a great stadium. For whatever reason, does not treat the Pats well. So can't explain it, but that looks like a loss there. Week 16, the second of two with Buffalo. I'd like to see the Pats make some improvements and come out on top here. But, I mean, Buffalo's a pretty complete team. I don't really see this happening. I think that's going to be another loss. Lastly, we got week 17, and again, sorry. To... All right, so it seems like Ryan uh, got cut off there. So uh, he actually sent me his uh, predictions um, beforehand. Um, he had a uh, he had a win week 17 against the Jets. So um, that'll uh, that'll break him out to nine and seven of the year. I mean, I disagree. I think they get four wins, but hey. His pick, he's the insider, he's the fan. Um, thank you to all my insiders for uh, coming out. Uh, I know taking time out of your day isn't easy, um, but I appreciate it. Didn't have a co-host this week. Uh, we can't wait to have Bobby back next week. Um, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, I love you. And as always, New York sports deserve better.